Welcome to another episode of the Grafted Marriage Podcast. I am your host, Chris, and with me, as always, is the uh, sassy pants. Courtney, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. I said it, because it's true. Not all the time. Not all the time, but right now, yes, true. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes <laughs> you just have to. All right. Well, there's a lot going on right now yep. in the world, in the country, in your home. In your home. Affected by what's going on. Yep. We sh- the thing that shall not be named that's going on and impacting <laughs> everybody. Over and over. Yeah, Probably a lot. sick of hearing it. It's that. It's an election year. It's stock market. It's right. It's the kids whole staying thing. home. Kids are home. Families are together. They're in their, in their houses. Yeah, can I say one thing about that before I say about anything else? Yeah. I... I have super, I'm just super sick of hearing people talk about their kids like there's some unfortunate accident that they now have to put up with for a okay, couple Okay, wait, of so weeks. you're responding to things like that we see like about... Oh my God, my kids are home now. Like, what am I going to do? People stressed. Well, maybe like be a parent. I don't know. Like you had the well, children. Well, let's first, let's, let's first say there are people that... That are that have to struggle through no, if they uh, have their to job work, and how yes. they're working and Especially how that's going to work out, employees. and that can certainly be stressful. That is, and I've seen like so many people doing amazing things, and I would love to help in that. Not right. necessarily, I'm not great at washing kids, but like help people in any way I can. Right. But but there I, are a portion. But there of, is a portion of society where the, the they don't work or they work from home, and now they're just freaking out that their kids have to actually be in the same vicinity as them. Yeah, and that's what I'm speaking about. Yeah. Well, I just think. So I'm of, of the course we're not like jerks. We're no, not like right. oh really? Yeah, no, I'm just work? I'm no, just saying. I understand. I'm that. just saying. Just want to clarify. Yes, sorry. That's actually a really good idea. Yes, um, we'll get in trouble again. I am of the belief that this is a moment uh, in history that we don't see very frequently as humans in this country, I guess, or just in general, and that this is going to be uh, something that sets the character, um, hopefully. Hopefully, of, of, of a generation, generation. yeah, uh, and of uh, carry forward, you know, like. But that's why when your kids are home and you are looking at them in the face, or people are looking at them in the face, and they they need to actually talk to them about this. There should be a study. Like our schools don't teach history in the right capacities. We, if we're not doing it at home, then they're not going to understand that this is a repeat like the of context, things that have happened right. before. Yeah. And our country has endured things like this, and it yeah. will endure them again. Absolutely. And how are you going to handle them when they come up? Sure. And this is that's the part about the family aspect. There's a whole other part of the marriage aspect of getting stressed because if your money was in the stock market, if it was a 401k, if it was an IRA, like all these different things, you, maybe it feels like the walls are tumbling down. Maybe people have lost jobs. Those kinds of things are very real right now. Absolutely. And those can really take a toll on a marriage and on a family. But I think that we still need to maintain an ability to come together during the whole thing. Yes. And the number one most important thing, at least for us, has been through the whole thing to just make sure we're keeping our eyes on God and trusting his bigger plan. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Keep your eyes on God. I mean, like, that's right. I have anxiety, right? So this is like, what is mm-hmm. going on? Because you feel like on it's every surreal. side, weird. the walls are just coming. And you can't run away. No, <laughs> It's no. not like this is all happening here and you're like, I'm just going to go to nowhere because everywhere is affected. Sure, yep. And so when you have a fight or flight response typically yeah. Yeah. and you can't run anywhere, it yeah. makes things a little bit challenging. Absolutely. And so, yeah, keep your eyes on the Lord. Like There are many times where I've just like gone to the closet and just praying. 
God, help me see this through your eyes. Help me understand that this is your will be done. Help me understand that I'm only a part of this. And anything I feel, like we were talking about this too, it's like if I feel disappointed, then I'm getting my eyes off of God because I can't be disappointed with his plan. And clearly this is not something that just is fluky and it just happened in one little area. No, no, no. So just like a dislocated elbow, um, which I've had happen a few times, so I'm using it. <laughs> it's dislocated. It's no longer located in the right place. So if I'm disappointed, then I'm not appointing myself in the right way. And so I'm not pointing to God. And it is. It's been like this constant praying, especially like Psalm 91. I just keep going back to that. Like the shelter of the Most High. Like he's with us. Like he's not going to leave. He's not going to leave. And there was another Psalm I read the other day. It was like, be with me through this violent storm. Like this is a real thing. This is something we're all facing together and it's affecting our lives on different levels. And sometimes it's even affecting families where, you know, people are angry with one another or, you know, people aren't coming together in that way. And what's the point? Like if this can't be something that brings our marriage, our home, our family, our neighbors, our families together, extended families together, then, then nothing really will because this is the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have to accept that people, you know, are probably at various stages of understanding what's happening and uh, processing it. And, um, you know, and we're kind of at the early stages of what this is going to look like and what it's going to mean to everybody. Um, And every single day, it's like a whole new, you know, big batch of data comes in. There's so much to process. Um, and so, you know, we're going to learn new stuff every day and who knows where this is going to lead. Um, and but, what it's going to lead and who doesn't want to fast But through it, it, yeah, <laughs> sure, we all, we all would love to do that. Um, but in the midst of it, how can we take the opportunity to focus on God, focus on our families, use this as an opportunity to teach them history, to uh, teach them more about God and about Jesus and, um, you know, come together, enjoy time with one another um, and you know, we'll get, we'll get through it, you know? And yeah, I mean, and I'm thankful for you because, you know, your study of history, right? Cause I've, I was a history major and stuff, but your study of history has really helped me see that this is something that occurs, you know, the great depression, the Spanish flu, like all these different things. And as we watch it and and learn about it, you see that, okay, what did they do and what did they not yeah, do? Yeah, look at, if you want to figure so out how to go, to, yeah, sure, look at history. That'll yeah, you and what can do see, we need to do? Yeah, what happened then? Uh, yeah. Because we, we just, um, you know, we just kind of repeat. <laughs> but we are in a culture right now, I mean, we have to be really honest, we are in a culture right now that is more self-absorbed, more in denial yeah, and this is than gonna, any culture yeah, we've ever, yeah, like, yeah. we are, I mean, we've been studying right now Daniel at church, and it's like Babylon. Like, we know we're living in a present-day Babylon, you know, and we're not the only ones. There's been other sure. civilizations, too. But we're in it right now knowing that there's going to be this, uh you know, that's not real. It's not real. This isn't happening, you know, all these kinds of things. And again, focusing back on the Lord. And the Isaiah... Um, Forty-three, nineteen. I actually just want to read it because I don't want to misquote it in some way. But this has popped up a few times. This is actually the New International Version. I like ESV. But anyway, see, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. And just knowing that even though history repeats, yes, this is like very similar to things that have happened before. We also know that God is constantly moving towards his ultimate goals. 
And so we are part of his tapestry. We're part of his, we're pieces of it as his children. And so we can't expect that he's going to go on our whims or make our will come true, but he's going to do stuff through this event in your life and your family's mm-hmm. life and your neighbor's life in the world that we need to be watching for and still giving him glory in the middle of it. And that can be hard. I mean, he says to be thankful in every circumstance. How are you think? How can you be th- like, let's say you're a family where there's two nurses or a doctor and a nurse or something and you have kids, you have kids and now you have to sure, be yeah. at the hospital and you're slammed mm-hmm. and you're stressed. I don't know what that life looks mm-hmm. like. I have really no idea. We're praying for you if that's your situation. Um, or a family where, you know, both people are event planners. Now there's no events. I mean, there's things like that can be really, really real, but can we in the middle of it help one another? I was saying, Chris, it'd be cool if people through this, you know, podcast can like talk to each other and I have this or I need this and helping each other out. I'm sure that's going on a lot. Um, but really being there somehow for somebody, even if it's just a neighbor Mm -hmm. or a friend to be a part of bringing us out instead of sticking inside of it and becoming more Mm self-absorbed. So, but it is stressful for a bear. It is. I mean, you and I have felt that even the tension of like, you know, what happens if you lose your job? What happens? Because no, nothing is. No, not in this what world. What is it called? Not right Secure now. or whatever. Not at this point. Mm-mm. Yeah. And so knowing that that could very well happen, like what are our steps? So having those discussions now, even if it seems like that's not going to happen, or will there be a run on banks? Will there be all these questions about what happened historically? Like, can we have some real conversations as husbands and wives and figure out what's our plan? How we're going to handle it? How are we going to handle it? Yeah. How are we going to talk to the family about it? Yeah, and how are we going to? manage through it. Yeah. And helping our kids not, not shadowing it or pretending it's not there or telling them it's all going to be okay. What does that even mean anyway? Um, but really having the conversation that this is real, this is happening. It has happened before, but what are we going to do to come out of it? Stronger Christians Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with better character, loving our neighbor more than ourselves. I mean, I've even felt that like, how do I both give food and have food in our home. Like, we don't know, right? Because grocery stores are losing. I mean, and and we're told it's all going to be fine and they have it covered. I don't know how much we trust all of that right now, you know, with how we're feeling. But just talking about those things, like how do we get together as a neighborhood? Mm -hmm. And you have rice, I have beans. Okay, let's have a meal. I don't know, you know, whatever the thing is to help one another. Yep. Because that's in my life and maybe not yours, as a listener, but in my life, that's been pretty rare where people want to help one another. Now, since we've moved out of Seattle, it's, I feel like it's been a little more common, but it's, it's hard. It's really hard. And watching our friends in Seattle who, who are hit it really hard right now, it, it's, been, it's been really real, like how this can affect everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, All right. Well, we've got some stuff to pray about. So why don't you pray us? Can we pray? Yeah. Sorry, taking a deep breath has been a little bit hard. Um, Father God, you know all the ins and outs of everything going on in every single person's life um, around the world. And I pray, Lord Jesus, first for your children, for the remnant. I pray that you would protect us, that you would watch over us, that you would guide us through this storm, that you would give us peace in our hearts and your thoughts and our mind so that your will can be done in our lives. I pray that families who aren't used to being together and who are spending more time together than ever before would not complain about that opportunity, but to seize it because it is precious to be with our children, to get to know them, to to guide them through these times, to bounce ideas off of each other and become a unit, a real 
unified unit within our homes. Lord Jesus, let that happen. And so I thank you for that coming out of all of this. We can't all go out and do separate things. We have to be together. And Lord, I pray that neighborhoods and extended families and, and cities and the nation and the world would somehow come to our knees and recognize that we do not have the answers. With all our technology and our so-called progress, Lord, there is nothing there that is not able to be shaken. And right now we are sensing that, and so I'm asking you, God, to step in. And I'm asking you, Lord, that your remnant would be the people who rise to the surface um, to help with these things that are going on, scientists and, and medical professionals and the like, so that when they are asked what gave them the ability, they can answer Jesus Christ and that your name would be made famous through this difficult time. And Lord, we also know as Christians, this is the worst we're going to see because we're going to be with you for eternity. And we know that and we praise you for that and we thank you for that. And so we keep our eyes on you so that we do not sink in the mire of all of this, but that we can stay of sound mind um, through your Holy Spirit um, and work through it. And I pray for these marriages, Lord Jesus, keep them strong, let them not argue, as there may be loss of jobs or loss of income or money, whatever the thing is right now, or food, or what am I going to do? And, and Lord, these are very hard times. I pray that for husbands and wives, that they'd be kind to one another, that they'd be compassionate, and that they would be um, slow to speak and quick to listen, so that we do not get angry, because the anger of you does not produce the righteousness of God. So we thank you for all these opportunities. And we thank you for who you are. And we just praise you, Jesus, because you are good and you are whole and you are perfect. And we ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Awesome. Thank you so much. We thank you for listening. Stay safe out there. Make sure you're practicing your distancing. Enjoy your time with your family. Lots of games. Lots of laughter. Laughter. <laughs> uh, as much fun as you can as you can pull together. Dance uh, parties. Dance parties are great. <laughs> Stay well. Stay with us as we keep chasing, chasing truth. truth. See ya.